one brand in the beginning when we started that amazing conversion rate of 7%. He told us like, guys, like I'm doing everything that is possible and this is why I have like 7% conversion rate. And we were like, okay, if we can increase the conversion rate and like show him there is money left on the table that he's not getting, we can make it with any brand. We went live with him and we increased his conversion rate after the first 30 days by 2%. This was huge. And by the way, this brand, we increased his subscription by 20% in the first 60 days. People come by again and again. This was insane to see that. Yo, Sholi, welcome to the D2C podcast. Super happy to have you here. Let's start with uh, how... Yo, you think that the modern e-commerce funnel is broken. Why? How would you say the modern e-commerce funnel is broken? Oh, wow. I think this is the story that started the company. Uh, basically, I was buying online a lot, a lot. But in the last years, I was like, you know, seeing a lot of ads, seeing SMS coming to me, emails. And sometimes it was so good that I was jumping in, clicking on it, coming to the website. But most of the times, it's a new brand. It's a new product. I love what they see. But 99% of the time, I wasn't buying the product. So I started asking myself, why am I not buying the product? And I realized that there is no one out there that can answer my questions. Like, those shoes good for like a half marathon. This coffee is good with my machine. It's good with milk. There is no one out there that can answer my questions that I have like in real time. And it's pretty crazy because if you think about it, in e-commerce, what is the average conversion rate? Like 2%. And brick and mortar is 30%. But there you have a salesperson that can really answer your questions and guide you to the product that you want or searching for, answer your question and get you the trust that you want. So we're spending so much money to get customers to our website, you know, as a brand. In the end, we're not giving them the basics, someone to answer the questions in real time about the product. So this is why I think e-commerce funnel is kind of broken. It didn't change in the past 15 years. And marketers are just spending more and more to get users to their site across all these platforms. They have to continually pay to bring them back again and again. So that's probably one of the biggest opportunities is just converting more of those people they're already paying for. Exactly. So, you know, in average, you see 50% of the revenues of the brands, they're spending on marketing to get the people and kind of like growing in a linear way. Today, with the recession that's coming and the ads are very expensive, it's not possible to do it as it was possible years before. And with Rep AI, we're pretty much saving this traffic. So what we're doing, we give AI-powered guided shopping experience, like a solution that can answer product-related questions, match your products. Uh, for someone that's looking for like a product, we know exactly where they come from, what they think on the website, and why they need some help with that. And this is exactly what is rep guided shopping experience with those four solutions. We're pretty much saving the traffic that lost the intent and need help and proactively approaching them and guiding to the product that they were searching for. 
I basically had this experience this weekend. I was buying a new, uh, I live in a, in a duplex. And so we need a 24 inch washer dryer, which are the worst, by the way, they don't last. But I went to a site and I was just trying to, their site was organized very poorly and, and they had a chat and it was a rep in a foreign country. And he, this person had no idea about the brand. He was like, oh, well you can use the help here. He was kind of, he was, he was pointing me to some very specific things that like didn't really help me. I went to another site and talked with a more traditional sales rep who could actually say, okay, here are the best 24 inch models. And he actually, it, again, it wasn't AI in this case, it probably was a real sales rep, but the difference between those two experiences was night and day. Like the first one, I just walked away saying, okay, well, you're, you're not really here to help me at all. Right. Uh, and then the second one, we bought a washer dryer, which is huge. This is exactly that. If, if you think about it, it's okay to have science kind of solution to the website, but it's, if it's not really working, if it's not really smart enough to answer everything, it's not really saving your customers. I think it's really tough to maintain a standard between all your live agents and make sure they're all, you know, top form and they're all great and all know all the answers to all the questions. First of all, that's a really, really tough thing to, to have. And second, they'll never be 24-7 and they won't approach customers because you just don't have enough of them. So what they do, they become passive, right? They're waiting for customers to approach them. They actually want this. Brands want is less of interactions because they don't want to pay more agents. And what happens is that they give poor customer experience based on, because of that. And that's what we're coming to change completely. And it comes a little bit down, you know, this couldn't happen at a better time. Like you're, I, don't, I don't know how well, how much you knew about chat GPT, you know, as you're building this company, but it, in terms of like customer expectations, you know, you, you go back 10 years ago, it's like every site with a lot of SKUs needs a search bar on it. People are, are accustomed to being able to search for things they want to be able to search. But now with the fastest growing tech platform in history being chat GPT, like more and more customers are going to expect to have that kind of intuitive chat experience. I imagine you guys are leading the charge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and listen, I think we saw this happening, by the way, a few years ago. All right. So a few years ago, there was a big transformation from desktop to mobile. And the same thing is happening now. Right. The Internet will become fully conversational. And ChatGPT is basically just the first mover. And by the way, if you don't know what ChatGPT is, I recommend any one of those of your listeners to read about generative AI or just ask basically Google ChatGPT, get to ChatGPT and ask Ask it yourself, what are you? And you'll get a full explanation. But it's really revolutionizing the world. And if you go back to what I said, back then when the transformation was to mobile, brands and merchants that moved to, uh, to mobile gained the first mover advantage. And the same exact thing is happening now. Customer experience for e-commerce will become fully conversational. Customers will be able to have their entire shopping experience through a conversation. And it's not only on the website, it's going to be in any digital platform. So later on, future in metaverse, wherever it is, wherever e-commerce goes, conversation is going to be there. Customers want to have conversation when they shop. It's just super organic. I ran an event in 20. Uh, 17 in Berlin and we had uh, many chat where they had just come out and they gave everyone like a live workshop on how to build sort of the chat in experience. And th at that time they were talking about conversational commerce. As far as you guys understand who create, who invented conversational commerce and how has it evolved since those early, you know, uh, just general messenger chat days? Right. So I think if I'm not mistaken, the whole world of conversational commerce was basically the term was coined around seven to eight years ago, something like that, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And back then, what it meant, or it still means today, is uh, basically e-commerce that is done through a conversation. So it could be any type of support, anything like that. And it could be, by the way, not just on the website, it can be uh, through live chat, 
and it could be uh, you know different messaging platforms as you met, mentioned in chat. And what we're doing is actually a bit different, or you know we're actually focusing on a part of conversation commerce. If conversation commerce is conversation in e-commerce, what we're doing is what we call conversational shopping, which is basically focusing the aspect of shopping, you know, more on how to increase conversion rate, how to increase the average order value, how to help customers shop, to help them find the right products, to help them um, answer any product-related questions they might have, upselling, of course, and just moving them along the funnel all the way from homepage to checkout in the chat. And again, that was exactly my experience where I like, I couldn't navigate the site well this weekend. I just said, just show me the units that, that fit my, my criteria. And they just sent me the, the checkout link and I bought right there. It was just, it was the whole, it's, it's really like the sales rep experience in a store, right? That you, you know, traditional chat may have been able to tell you where the washrooms were or, you know, some very basic things, but this chat like moves you down the funnel in a very specific way, which, the, which, helps, which customers like generally like, and my, my big question is what does this do for conversion rates? What does this do for conversion rates in stores practically? The, the best way to, to answer it is by breaking it down the steps. First of all, you don't want to interfere to the people that already came with intent, understand the menu and stuff like that. Let them buy the products that they want to buy. If they get it right, why not? So for us, conversation shopping starting with analyzing with the people that about to leave your website. You already spend a lot of the marketing budget to bring them, but some of them, most of them, um, usually in some parts of the steps, lose the intent. So we want to take the one that we know exactly where they came from, what they did on the website, and kind of like to understand why they're doing that, to approach them proactively. So the way that we're doing that, we're analyzing them, doing behavioral analysis on the website in real time, and know exactly when they're about to leave. The second thing that we're doing, we're proactively approaching, getting the engagement, you know, in a very contextual way. Contextual is not only like just the page that they are at, they, they came into. It's where they come from, what they did before, what happened. And the third thing that we're doing is to guide them. So this is three major steps. Just to summarize them, the first step by 80% accuracy, we know who is leaving the website and to approach them before that. In the average, 5% engaging. Uh, with the rep AI, the chat, and 5% engagement, it's meaning that the engagement is at least two steps uh, of conversation. And between 10 to 40% of the people that engaging uh, with us usually ending buying a product. And that's quite an improvement, especially on these users that had this exit intent. How many, what percentage of users end up engaging a chat on a, a session on a website that's powered by rep AI? So if you think about, first of all, all the chat that exists today are for customer support, less than 0.1% engaging with those chats. No one builds something that's engaging for shopping, to help, to assist, to guide, those kind of things. So 5% engagement from the people that are about to leave. And by the way, it's not an exit intent. We don't need them to click on the exit, uh, on the X button. We know by day behavior on what they're doing when they're about to leave, the intent dropping up. And we know to approach them, as I said before, in a very contextual on the steps where they are and to approach them. So 5% from already the traffic that you're about to lose is a lot, a lot in revenues. 
Yeah. And then you're, they're not just getting, I love, I love that you, you coin it as like a sales closer. I think everyone in this industry is looking for closers. Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross said coffees for closers. Uh, and, and now you're training an AI to do this. Like they they can be some of the most, uh, you know, expensive parts of a sales team is people that can come in and really close. And you're sort of building this AI system that does your system get better at closing over time, the more data it has. Yeah, so first of all, our AI is trained over hundreds of thousands of sales conversations to truly understand what customers say when they want help with shopping, right? So what we do, we connect to the brand's e-commerce catalog, and we also pull all the purchase history, all the data about their customers, uh, and also we start monitoring the behavior of customers on the website to truly understand when they're facing those problems, right? And based on that, by the way, based on conversations, we know how to optimize it as we go. So for example, if we get failed conversations, conversations that don't go well, we have a team that actually monitors those conversations and tags them to the right intent. So the system will get better and better next time when they get those uh, that kind of conversations. So it actually optimizes itself in a, more of a system view, but also per each brand. So this optimization happens each, for each brand. Very cool. And then is each person's AI siloed on their experience or does everybody who work with you, does that feed up into making the AI smarter across all brands? So both actually, we get on-brand optimization that happens within the brand. So more questions that we need not answer and we start answering that, but also in the higher level of every, basically every brand that works with us because they get sort of a uh, mass knowledge uh, that's coming it's coming from multi, multiple verticals. We get better and better each time we go by. So every brand that comes in, what they get is actually, every brand that onboards, what they get is actually the latest and best uh, NLU model that we created, all right? So because it, it gets better and better. By the way, NLU is natural language understanding, all right? So what it does, it knows how to understand when a customer uh, approaches us and starts talking to us or we start talking to them. But the idea is that it analyzes the, the request and knows what the customer actually wants to, uh, to engage in a conversation. To give uh, our audience a really concrete understanding of, of what this process is, Yov, can you give me an example of a brand? You don't need to tell me the brand, but you can tell me the category of a brand and then the experience that they created with Rep AI and how it impacted their, their sales or their closing rates. Yeah, of course. Um, so... Today, uh, surely you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we are on more than uh, 14 verticals in e-commerce, working from fashion, CPG, L, beauty, like so many brands. So today we can say for each vertical, there is things that are different from, uh, from each other. But I can, I remember like one brand uh, in the beginning when we started that like amazing conversion rate of 7%, 7% conversion rate. This is was insane. Yeah. Like he told us like, guys, like I'm doing everything, everything that is possible. And this is why I have like 7% conversion rate. And we were like, okay, if we can get increased the conversion rate and like show him, show him like there is money left on the table that is not like really like getting, we can make it with any brand. So we went live with him and we increased his conversion rate after the first 30 days by 2%. This is was huge only by approaching to the visitors, the customers that coming to the website. And like, you know, he had like 100 types of coffee. It was so confusing. The people that love him, like 
the one that have time, like really dive in and check everything. But to have the, this another experience, another funnel that is conversational beside the menu of the ser- and the search that guide you to the product and give you the options. And then even if you have a problem, can tell you by what's happening, like how it can solve it to you was huge. And by the way, this brand will increase his subscription by 20% in the first 60 days. So people come by again and again the same coffee. This is was insane like to see that. It is and, and it's incremental. It doesn't affect your conversion rate in any way of what you're already of of the business that's already converting. Maybe if they engage with it they'll get a better customer experience and they'll be more memorable, but it some I love this cuz it's sort of it's found you're converting people that weren't going to maybe convert in other ways specifically. So it's everyone's looking for incremental gains and this seems like a pretty smart way to do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll just say one, one thing. So we, we approach only customers that are about to leave the website. We don't approach the customers, as you have mentioned, that uh, are, are going to buy. So we give a 95% uh, confidence. We know if a customer, this is the last page on the website. Only then we approach. And of course, approaching with the right context. So what kind of brand should be looking at a tool like Rep? Does it matter? Do you need brands that have like multiple SKUs or sort of com- more complex sizing or buying cycles? Like what are the, what's the complexity of a brand that's going to benefit most from Rep? So first of all, we want to bring Rep AI to be on any digital platform, but for any brands on any e-commerce platform. Okay. Even like the one that build everything in in-house. Uh, because we're like a young company that we launched only like last year. Today, we support only Shopify merchants, brands for any size, by the way. It's one click integration. It's taking three days for the AI to train. If you have more than 25,000 uh, visitors monthly, uh, this is the only restriction now, not SQs, nothing like that. Like you can have like two, three, and you can have like 1,000. We, we don't have any restriction uh, for that, but uh, you need to be on Shopify and more than 25,000 sessions monthly. In the future, we want to uh, to bring rep to any brand in any size on any vertical, of course, on any e-commerce platform. I'll just add on what uh, you have said. So basically any brand that suffers from a conversion rate problem or wants to increase the average order value, or wants to increase their, the number of subscriptions to email and SMSs, any brands that have that problem and they want to actually get better, okay, they can come to us and we're going to make it make it better. The way we do that is because, A, we don't approach any customers that are, you know, going to buy. So we only approach, new, only approach customers who are going to leave. The second is the fact that we help them. We help them with whatever they need to make sure we close the sale. So if they need help to understand which product is for them, We'll help them doing that. If they need help understanding if the product that they're interested in, if that's the right product for them because they have a few, few doubts, we'll help them uh, sort out those doubts and make sure we push them to buy the, that product. And if they have last minute doubts in shipping fees or anything like that, we'll also try to relieve those doubts and push them to checkout. So the whole idea is that we increment the amount, we increment the revenue that's on the website. We really fit great for brands that already have a chat, by the way, a live human chat, because their customers already know they have a chat, that they have a support and can talk to someone. But we complementary to any live human chat. So we pretty much, if you're a brand that's working with Gorgias or like with uh, Zendesk, 
Um, we're pretty much complementary to them. So anyone that now approaching the chat or the chat approaching him uh, can get like a full automation for sales. But in any point in the funnel, if the AI don't understand you or you want support, you can click live human uh, person and can you talk to someone. But it's empowering the chat that you already have today. Do people know when it, I haven't actually seen it on a site personally, but when it's on a site, do people know they're interacting with AI? Is it, does it pass the Turing test? That's my, that's my uh, geek question. I think, I think it all depends on what, uh, what brands want. So they can, they can choose to basically name it uh, my brand's AI or they can name it Sarah. So it really depends. Uh, and basically, so it depends on where they want to take it. The whole idea is, as what you have mentioned, is that if the AI does not answer and that happens, unfortunately, what, what can you do? Then the AI knows how to transfer the conversation to a human agent working with Gorgeous or Zendesk and any one of those platforms in a very seamless way. So it's in the, the same chat box. It says, sorry, I couldn't help you with that, but I'm going to transfer you to my human supervisor to continue the conversation. And then it be, it's being transferred to the human agent that continues the conversation from the same point on. And also behind every smart AI, you have a smart human. So basically when the human is answering the questions, the AI learn the answer of the human behind it and then know how to answer it in the future. And the more people experience AI and chat AI, which is, you know, million more every week or whatever now, it's like the more that an AI experience on a website will be a benefit in a way, right? It'll be something novel. It'll be something that they, they're used to interacting with ChatGPT. And so they find it on a website. They'll, they're, like you say, there's that first mover advantage potentially for people jumping into this. Exactly. Exactly. I want to ask, when you get started on Rep AI, what does the AI training process look like? How intensive is it on the brand side for getting this up and running? Because basically our NLU model is already trained on many, many different verticals, on many, many different websites, and on their, their, their conversations and their session history. So what you get is a, is a new uh, branded onboards. You get basically the, the freshest and best uh, AI model already there. But what we do, we connect to your uh, e-commerce catalog. We pull all information about your products, all information about your customers, and we start, we start monitoring the behavior of customers on the website to make sure that we really understand the problems that your customers are facing, to make sure that we are able to have a full sales conversation about your products with your customers. So that happens basically automatically, and it only gets better with time because what happens is that we get new conversations coming in, new requests that we don't know how to answer, and then our team uh, tags them to make sure that next time when we face those questions again, we'll be able to answer them with the right answer. Okay, so I've had ChatGPT, I have messaging experiences across all these other messaging platforms. What's the future for how Rep will work uh, seamlessly in other messaging environments? So <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is exactly our plan for this year. So we believe that the future of e-commerce is going to be conversational and data. Like in five, seven years from now, we believe that most of the e-commerce is going to be fully conversational. You can talk to, to the store, uh, text, even voice, you know, with any messaging platform, not only the website. And this is exactly what we're doing this year. We already started integrating to Facebook Messenger, to WhatsApp, and more messaging platforms. So basically, you can still building your website on Shopify, do everything that's happening over there and manage it, but connect to the store on any messaging platform in the future, any digital platform, 
We are a data company. We're training the AI to be the best salesperson, clerk, or concierge, you can say. Some of them calling them concierge. Uh, they're giving the best, ex- the best, best, best experience to your customers, but not only on the web, on also Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, and the rest of them. As a marketer, it just like, because I remember back when when chat funnels, I think people are still running, you know, ch- chat marketing as well, like from ad into a chat experience. But but marketers are always also talking about like um, ch- an ad into a survey experience or a quiz or thing like that. And I can imagine, you know, I can imagine an AI powered ad experience soon too, where you can really engage and hook people with AI in a, maybe in an ad messenger environment as well. It'd be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, that's exactly our plan for the next year. So to get people from an ad, messenger ad, all the way to a conversation in the platform, and if needed, move them to the website or close the cell inside the inside the messenger. But if needed, get them to the uh, to the website and continue the same conversation. So the conversation is seamless. It starts from the uh, messenger ad, goes all the way to checkout within the same conversation, the same context. Is there a world where AI like backends will connect where like you'll be able to plug into chat GPT for any reason? Like, is there a reason where AI will become more connected on the backend? Uh, so the way we see that is that, yes, if you have chat GPT as the main and the smartest being that's out there, you can ask that to enhance our AI going forward. So this is something that we're considering doing. Uh, we're trying to work with OpenAI to see how we can work on that to have something to for integration to actually enhance our solution. You don't want to take it too far away from the purchase experience, but if I wanted to like have a, like if I told the AI to write a poem for me in a Wordsworth style or a Tupac rap about a product, you'd need chat GPT to jump in there. But again, you don't want to take them too far out of the purchase experience, uh, which is what you might do if you had a wide ranging plugin, like, like chat GPT or, or Bing, whatever Microsoft's doing with Bing is going to be big as well. So it's, it's true. The way we see it and the way we started the company is we try to mimic the behavior of, uh, of a sales associate in brick and mortar store. So try to go to a sales associate in brick and mortar store and say, hey, can you write a poem for me? And she, she or he would say, go get out. Like, yeah. <laughs> go somewhere else. This is not, <laughs> this is not where you write poems. Uh, so basically, this, yeah, we train our AI to be focused on help with shopping. How do I increase conversion rate? How do I help customers shop? Nice. Yeah, it makes me think of like Zappos. The story of Zappos customer service back in the day was epic, where you could go and ask them to, where's my, where's a local pizza place or whatever, they would just go above and beyond. So it's going to be interesting to see the way this, this system evolves um, to give people delightful experiences, because I think that it comes down to just like creating novel, delightful experience for customers. And it seems like this has that potential for sure. Exactly. This is what we're aiming to do. You know, like conversational shopping is something new and our solution of guided shopping experience it's part of it, and we're building pretty much like the solution that we believe that any brand need now and will be in the future. All right, so if you're listening to this uh, podcast and you would like to start converting a lot more of your users who you were going to lose anyway, you should go to hellorep.ai. Uh, what do you guys, do you guys have anything special for D2C listeners? Yeah, we um, for any of uh, you guys that you see listeners that are listening to this, 15% off of all our subscription prices. So it doesn't matter if it's ma- uh, monthly or annually. Uh, just uh, you know, request a demo and write to us that you, uh, you are listening to this show. And by the way, we're giving to anyone um, in the first 30 days, if you don't see an uplift in the conversion rate, 
money back guarantee. This is part of our promise. Yeah. And 30-day free trial. So there's literally no risk involved in trying this out. Zero risk. And you've got an ROI calculator on your website too. People love ROI calculators. And so basically you just put in what your sessions are, your average order value, and it gives you an idea of what you could be earning in terms of recoup sales. Yes, it's a no-brainer. What we also guarantee is 10 times of increase in revenue above our subscription price. So no matter what, you'll get to earn 10 times more money than what you'll pay us. And this is the bare minimum. It gets to a lot more than that, I have to say. Amazing, guys. It's a no-brainer. Go to hellorep.ai. You guys are active. I see, Yov, you're active on LinkedIn. Uh, So if you want to find Yov, you can find him uh, on LinkedIn at Yov Oz. Sholi, you're also on LinkedIn if you want to drop that. Same here. I'll definitely drop that. So Sholi Mizrahi on LinkedIn. Really nice to meet you guys. Uh, I'm really eager. Let's stay in touch and uh, and you guys can be our conversational shopping source to see how this space evolves because I think it's going to be fast and furious in this in this cool space. Amazing. Eric, thank you for having us. We're looking forward to, to be here again. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.